Sometimes you just need a little spiritual guidance to help get your life back together. It can be compared to mosaic art. Many little pieces that come together to form something beautiful. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Your host is mosaic shaman, Christy Ellen. Christy and her guests are here to ensure that your life is just as you deserve it to be. Happy. Now, here's your host, Christy Ellen. Hello and welcome to the garden where today we will be planting the seed of inner courage and having a conversation about how inspiration is the new courage. Because all things are possible when you're willing to walk through your fears, let go of what you do not want and what is not working to have what does. Change your story and change your life. That's what we're about here at Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. We have moved from the seventh wave station to the empowerment station. So if you haven't heard about the move, I'm just letting you know now. I'm on the empowerment station, empowering all things possible in your life when you're willing to walk through your fears. And that's what we do here together each week. And um, we're going to start, as we do every week, with uh, a schematic healing meditation. So what I'm going to ask you to do, this is schematic prayer meditation, and as I said before, if you're driving a car, you can always go back and re-listen to this, because we're on iPod and iTunes and MP3, you can go in and re-listen to the show um, whenever you want. You can download it and have it. So if you're not in a car, uh, take a seat in a comfortable place, because this is the best time for you right now. This is the most important thing you can be doing at this moment in your life is to sit down and grow in the garden with us. So putting your feet firmly on the floor because that's how we connect and become grounded, I want you to breathe in. Breathe in through your heart space. Breathe in energy up from the earth as if you're pulling energy straight up from the earth into your heart. The energy comes up and it ignites its chakras as it comes through the first, second, third chakra into your heart. The heart chakra is the chakra in the middle that balances the upper and lower connection to our journey here on the planet. Breathing in, allowing yourself to relax. Now I want you to visualize a white light coming up from the top of your head, right through the crown, and that light comes down through the crown with your breath, and it goes through the 7th, 6th, and 5th chakra into your heart. If you don't know what chakras are, that's okay. Don't worry, you're going to learn. But right now, just breathe, pulling energy up from the earth into your heart space and down from the, the top of your crown into your heart space. And putting your hand on your heart as you're breathing, allowing that energy to swirl within you, bringing in light, love, and courage. Courage resides in the shaman practice in the third chakra. It's jaguar. Courage is your ability to step forward in the earth, to create relationship. It's the courage to have a voice that speaks from the divine being of love and light that you truly are. And as you take yourself into your inner garden, that place where you feel safe and connected, remember that place in your life where you felt connected, totally one with yourself and your source, whatever you call that source. It doesn't matter at this point in time. What matters is that you're connected to that divine love of what you truly are, being inspired, bringing your courage into your heart, the 
the courage to speak from a place of divine love and understanding, the balancing of the masculine and the feminine, the courage to speak from love, remembering that every day you choose, as you step your feet on the ground and get out of bed and put your feet on the floor, you choose either to be love or fear. I'm asking you to choose to go into that place of love, the divine love where that courage can speak from that place, speaking the truth and wisdom that you are a divine being of love, an inspirational being, a spiritual being having an earthly experience, and in that place, you can hold your divine power, for you are a being of love, light, a being of inspiration. This I know to be true. Namaste. So, in the garden today, we're going to be talking about inspiration is the new courage. And I also want you to know that you can go and get that meditation and many others on soulhealerspath.com. At soulhealerspath.com, I have a protection meditation um, that is really important. It will inspire you to put that med- that bands of protection around you every day as you move forward. It's free on the site. You can go down there. All I ask is for your email. That way I can connect to you. And as I connect to you, I can send out newsletters and let you know what's going on with the Healing Art Tour and what goes on in the garden. Um, that just between you and I, those emails don't go anywhere else. Your email address is safe with me. So you can go in, receive the free video, and sign up to be part of this healing community, part of all things possible. When you believe and let go of what does not work for you, you can have all things possible in your life. There's a seven-day um, inspirational schematic healing video on there that I promise if you follow it for seven days will literally change your life. It will change those stories that you're holding and move you forward into making all things possible in your life. So the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel to have something especially to have something creative in your life is the definition that Webster gives to inspiration. Again, the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something, especially to do something creative. That is what Webster defines inspiration to be, inspiration, living an inspirational life, to being creative. And that's what we do. We are creative beings that create the life we want or the life we don't want because we have that much power to create what we want. And that's what we do every week as we're creating new life stories. Remember, change the story, change your life. You were created in the image and likeness of God, a God source, whatever that God source is. And I want to go further and tell you that a God source is within inside you. It is who you really are. You are not only created in that image. You hold that energy within you. You hold that energy. You come from a God source of love, and you are that God source of love. I truly believe that. We are all those God sources of love, love divine, inspirational, and loving to create anything we want. You are love and light, and if you create from that love and that light, you make all things possible. I have made things that are impossible possible in my life. All things are possible. But you have to be able to take the steps to move through that. You choose each day, as I said, to come from love or fear. So when you choose to come from love, you create an inspiring, beautiful life. Things grow. Things flourish. You walk around. You see beauty around you everywhere. 
When you choose to come from that place of fear, you're going to come out with a vengeance and an anger to go out and fight to get what you want. And I don't know how that's working for you, but it didn't work well for me. And I don't see it well working well on the planet right now. So if you're living in that illusion, you can fight for everything you want. You're going to continue to get what you don't want. So I'm going to ask you to be willing to let that go and to be willing to choose to have a different story. And again, go to soulhealerspath.com to learn more about the coaching and you will change that story together. You are loved as a creative being and protected and guided by your God source for that is what divine love is. That is that divine love of being that you are. You are divine. You are holy. You have a holiness that comes from a holy God source that, that is who you are and it has gifted you this life. That holiness of life is a gift. You're gifted to be here, to create and share and experience and choose. You get to choose which path to take. You get to choose every day how to behave to the experiences that happen. Experiences happen in life. They happen to all of us. You create a story about that, and that story then becomes your belief, and that's how you're living. The good news about that is you can go in and recreate that story if you don't like it. You can do something different. You can choose to come from an inspirational place. To create an inspiring life from a place of love means having a foundation built on love. And there are four keystone principles to build that foundation. That's what my book is about. That's what my practice is about. This is what these shows are about. And that's what I teach at soulhealerspath.com is those four keystone principles. First of all, the first one is awareness. Be aware of where you are and where you want to be. When these two things match up, there is peace. When there is a balance of where you finally know that you're supposed to be and you know, you know, not even you just know it's your birthright to be, and you are living on that path, they will line up, and then all things become possible because beautiful miracles happen when you are in that place. When they are off, you have chaos. So reflect on what's going on in your life right now. If you're living in chaos and things just don't seem to come together, look at what it is you really want in life and where you're living right now and see if they're matching up. And then you have to do one of two things. Like I said, you could drop down to that level if you choose. That's fear. Or you can move up to the other level of love of where you divinely want to be. The second keystone principle is education. Look for those who are living from an inspirational life. Those are living from where you want to be. Go out and learn how they're doing that. See what they're doing. Find some really good role models in life. And look at from the education of what you have learned from the past that you can learn from and what you can let go of. And move forward from that place of, of awareness and education. And then the third one is action step. The third keystone principle, which actions will you take towards your goal? Which action will you take that moves you towards where you really want to be? You have to get up and do something different. You get to choose something different. Just for a moment, I want you to, as you're sitting, as you're standing, wherever you're at, stop for a moment and do this exercise. Cross your arms. And then I want you to look at how you're crossing your arms. Which hand went on the top? Was it the right or the left? Which one's tucked under? Was it the right or the left? Because every time you cross your arms, you do this. You go into this position without even thinking about it. The brain automatically does this. Now I want you to uncross your arms. And I want you to cross your arms in a different way. I want you to cross them different. I want you, if you had the right on top, 
Put it on the bottom now and the left on top. Some of you will find you went right back to crossing in with the right on top or the left, the way you were doing it before. Some of you will see that you've done it different, and when you look at that, how does it feel? It feels a little bit different. When you're trying something new, it will feel a little bit different, a little bit odd, and it will say, wait a minute, no, no, the other hand should be on top. So do something every day that's a little bit different. If you have a routine that you get up every morning and you do the same thing over and over again, you jump out of bed on the left side, or even if you sleep on the same side every night, oh, I gotta have my left side of the bed, and you jump out of bed on the left side, and then you get up and you get your coffee, and, and you've got this routine and you get right into work, why don't you try something different? Get out of bed on the other side. In fact, sleep on the different side of the bed tonight. Sleep with your head facing in a different direction. Do something different that's out of the routine. If you jump up and get coffee first, maybe take a shower first. If you jump up and take a shower first, maybe get coffee first. Or if you don't get coffee, do tea. Do something different, but try something different. This retrains the brain to think differently and to be open up to all possibilities. This is what brings in inspiration and, and creativity when the brain is ready for that. So the fourth step that I'm going to talk about to have those keystones is support. Support having people around you who support you, people who show up, people who inspire you, people who are going to help you get through the next level. Not somebody who's going to whine and cry with you and tell you how poor me, but somebody is going to say, hey, there's a way around this and I can see this. Somebody is going to be honest and maybe even tell you that the way you're doing it isn't working, but they can help you find a way that is. Don't find the critical ones. I'm not asking you for doing that. I'm asking you to look for support those who support you. So awareness, education, action, and support. And you can find all of those at soulhealerspath.com. And talking about support um, and inspiration today, and inspiration is the key to create creativity. And my guest today is Jamie Lee Martin. And as soon as we come back from break, Jamie Lee, who is an ambassador for the divine inspiration, is going to share with us some more things and more information on making all things possible in your life. Stay tuned. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com It's time to live an inspired life. Join Christy Allen, the Mosaic Shaman, as she enhances the quality of your life. Healing with art is Christy's focus. At SoulHealerPath.com, if you follow the steps and use the skill that Christy Allen teaches in Soul Healer's Path Life Coaching, doing your part and taking 100% of the responsibility for your life, changing your life story, then in one year's time, you could be living the inspired life of your dreams. Soul Healer's Path Life Coaching offers four life coaching packages, starting with the Serpent Path, which is all about awareness and letting go of what you do not want to have and embracing what you do. Go to Soul Healer's Path and sign up for a one-month session of Clearing the Light Body. So come and walk the medicine wheel with Christy Ellen. Visit soulhealerpath.com or call 435-260-9598 for a special newcomer's one-month coaching package for just $300. Christy Ellen is an intuitive healer and master creator. Let her guide you to living the life to which you were born to live and go from ordinary to extraordinary. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. 
This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or you may send an email to healingart.kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Welcome back to the Mosaic Garden. We are having a conversation in the garden. I'm so glad that you're joining us here in this conversation as well. As we're going to be planting the seeds of inner courage and talking about courage today, and we're going to talk about courage through inspiration as the new courage. My guest today is Jamie Lee Martin, and she's a new thought minister, a wellness um Oh, excuse me. She's a New Thought minister and a wellness chaplain. Sorry about that. (laughs) Lost that somewhere. Her work includes extending love and creativity to all life situations. She extends love, creativity to all life situations. I'm excited to hear about that. She teaches others just how natural and fun that can be. And I know that um, she has that energy of fun and light around her. And her current signature is Inspiration is a New Courage. Jamie, thank you for bringing that light into the studio today. Oh, Christy, it's great to be here back with you and listeners and viewers. We are recording today, so it's wonderful to be here with you. Let's get inspired and know what that means. So what does it mean to um, take on the challenge of finding inner courage through inspiration? What does that mean? I'm going to ask all of us that are listening to this right now and the question that Christy just asked you, just take a minute with that question. What does inspiration really mean? And if your head is thinking about it, just catch that right now because the head wants to make up all kinds of things. So just stop that right now and take a breath within your heart and just picture something that inspires you or imagine something that fulfills you with enchantment and a sense of awe that inspires you. And feel that one. That's a body feeling and a heart feeling. And this is really where my message is going today about inspiration as the new courage. And so courage for me in the past was always something I had to buck up to. You know, I had to take a deep breath and maybe walk into something I didn't want to do. I was scared maybe in my mental fields and but I walked in and I did it anyway, kind of that buck up and do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been there and, a few times in that. Anybody relate? The past about courage. Um, um, and there's I, a time. Yeah. There is a time for that. I, I, I was a rock climber for many years. Ooh. And um, I would go out with my son, and there were places that I'd feel uncomfortable. And I'd say, would you reach up and give me a hand? And he'd say, oh, you can do this, Mom. You live far below your expectations of what you can really do. And I didn't... You know, I, I I was hearing what he was saying, but that was coming from a masculine energy. I don't know people come at you before and said, you know, just buck up and get it done and do what needs to be done. And sometimes that is necessary, but when you need a hand up, you want someone to say, okay, I see where you're at and I'll meet you there and I'll support you. Not, not well, just get over it because you're not doing this right and just go forward. Now, I know he meant it in a loving way and he looked at my life and I do live on the edge of being very careful um, sometimes, but I also live on the edge in other people's opinion of being extreme. Mm-hmm. So it just depends what perspective you come at. And I remember saying to him, Sean, let me tell you what courage is. Courage for you, you've been climbing since you're three. So when you get to rappelling off 250 feet, that's what we were doing at the time. I was dropping 250 feet. 
<laughs> off on a rope. You just do it, and you don't feel scared. For me, I have to go through that head game in my head every time. And some of you may be there, that you go through those head games. And for me, I had to talk myself into being able to step back and trust that all the knowledge I had learned to this far, all the things that we had done to set this up, because we had done that, and all the training I had prepared me for this moment of stepping backwards off this 250-foot cliff (laughs) and rappelling into a pool of water. And what I needed for him was to say, wow, I see your courage. That's great, Mom. And our perspective of courage is different. And I turned to him and I said, you know, Sean, courage is having fear and doing it anyway. And that was a lesson that I have learned about those things, about being, feeling like you can trust the person. When you climb, you have to trust the person on the end of that belay that they're not going to drop you. That requires a lot of trust. And in this life, where has that come up in your life that you've had to learn to trust? Well, there's so many areas, and I could just pick one about mustering up courage and walking in in this force field of buck up. i got to do this. I'm afraid, but I have to do this. Oh, gosh, you know, we could pick any from a bouquet of life experiences from divorce to job interviews to exiting a job that was no longer a heart match for me and scary to quit. Um, pick one of medical those and crisis. Take, us, take, take us on a journey with one of those. Just pick one that, that you had to go through and take us through the steps of what it took for you to do Are you speaking from what I consider the old paradigm way of courage by mental fields push? Or are you speaking about inspiration is the new courage? Let's talk about courage in both its aspects. Let's talk just for a second about the old courage, let it go. And then let's move into what it means to live from inspirational courage. What did you do at the time and what are you doing now? Have those experiences come back? Because they seem to make a circle and come back in in life. Oh, I think life keeps coming back. Has anybody noticed that? (laughs) That round and round about life, because we always have a chance to show up new in our responses. Are we going to react or are we going to keep doing it the same way? In fact, we might bully and push it even harder. I've done that. Uh Or are we going to listen for new ways and create new ways of ourself where our heart and our body honesty can be more in tune so that our mental fields can relax and our body can offer for, off again um, walk forward in a balance in a holistic human and we're really pushed in western world to keep pushing from the head or go do something extreme and push the body to do it but it does catch up with us so back to your and, own story there which one would yeah. you like to talk about well i always want to talk about inspiration by courage because okay. I, I think we and, can. And share one of your stories because people here that are listening, they want to know about inspiration through courage, but a lot are still in that hole okay. of I'm trying to figure out how does this beautiful being of light get to be where she is? I'm not there, so how can I get there? Give so them a step. Why don't, I, why don't I pick an example using both models? And, and here's one model. There is something that, you know, whatever the job was, there was a couple of times it required great courage to walk away from a job. And it may have been required that I walked immediately. And there was one situation where the lack of integrity was everywhere. But the 10-year career I had had to get to that point and the financial comfort it was bringing, uh, it, was, it took a lot of courage to recognize that my ethics and what was true for me about what I could love about myself when I could see myself in a mirror versus the ethics the industry was pushing or lack of 
caught up with me one day when I realized what I was trying to report. I was a reporter at the time. Just kept getting sliced and diced and the lack of the truth was appearing on the air. And over a story I'd worked eight weeks on with a public broadcast station to bring about facts on all sides, representing all sides equally, it was pulled at the last minute. And I felt so much anger and frustration because there was 300 people I interviewed for that and spent two months being given permission all the way to do it at the 11th hour was denied that the story couldn't air because it made, I won't even go on to the details or you'll, you'll that yeah. will incriminate somebody. But yeah, let's talk I, about the I, importance I did, of being in your integrity at that moment. What I did yeah. at that point is I could no longer live inspiration and truth in that situation. And, and I walked up to the executive producer and who in his own way gave me the news and was very sad himself and I just asked him I just said I don't know what to do I've spent so much time on this I'm not feeling I can get anywhere to bring my heart into the world with some stories revolving some truth I think it's I feel imbued by my spirit to bring this information forward so I'm not a fit here I can't fit your model of what you're wanting to bring and I don't know what to do. And I, you know, I had tears, and I was feeling emotional. But I was very—I needed to be courageous and professional to really ask what to do. I didn't know whether I needed to give a two-week notice, or get some fluffy little story that would make my heart feel good for a minute. But the truth of it was, I really needed to walk out of there immediately and no longer put my body, my heart, my life in that situation. So we discussed that, and I share, and he shared. I asked him, "What do you need for notice? I can't do this anymore." And he says, what do you need for you? I wow, said, what a great, what he a did. Great he was a beautiful, he was a beautiful man. Yeah. And I said, what I need for me is to know if you have enough staff and you're comfortable with an immediate exit for me, I'd like to leave and step into the life that I know I'm born for. And I can make a difference in some way in this world with the bird song of my voice instead of getting whacked by the vultures every time I, you know, launch something sweet. And and he says, you know what? I want that for you too. Get out of here while you're young. Before you get caught in the system, get out of here. I'm going to give you two weeks and just step out. So when spirit came so, in and asked you to move, because that's what happens, spirit shows up and some of, some of us go way, just keep going forward on a path that isn't working until the whole foundation crumbles out and then we have to make yeah. a choice. So you were able to take this situation and come from it from a loving place, it sounds like. Well, it was a, a scared place, too. I mean, it took a lot of courage to walk through his door when I wanted to confront, why'd you just pull the show? I have 300 people waiting on me for this truth to get out to this community. And so I kind of bulldozed. You know, I did that thing where you just took a deep breath. I hid back my tears. I walked in there. And then, you know, I did that thing I did in the wimpy female state when I didn't know how to hold my empowerment. Mm -hmm. I walked in. I wondered what was going on. And I burst into tears. And I just got all wimpy. But I still stood there in that courage, which was really emotional. And anyway, um, and then I quit. I well, quit with Grace, and I told him yeah. to keep the two weeks because I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I, I told him to keep the two weeks pay. What a goofball I was! But that was that braveness. And then I walked out, and then I crumbled in the parking lot. My student loans, everything. You know, I knew the financial situation well, I was in. I, the important thing here too is love is scary and it's emotional. And motions will show up when you're making these courageous steps forward. Um, all sorts of emotions are going to show up. And, mm -hmm. and the motions you have cleared, motions you haven't, you get a turn to come back around and work with them again. And to think that just when you get 
a perfect loving life it's not full of challenges and scary is i think what what is a a mister misconception that people have in their mind because mm-hmm. they'll start on a path going where they want and they think once you're in the light of moving forward it's going to be real easy it's it's not it's work it's the fact that you keep working because you can see the light when you can focus on the light you can keep moving towards it so from an inspirational um, divine loving place of courage tell me how you move forward through situations like this well i think i'm just going to continue using that same example because that was the first buck up and walk in there be courageous. I understood what my debt rate was. I understood the 10 years I'd put into the industry to become number one. And I watched it crumble in front of my ego was not going to get its needs met. And I, and I needed to just be courageous to make a shift quickly because I could feel it in every bit of me that this was no longer, no wrong, no longer okay. So when I went out to the parking lot, went to my car and just crumbled, that was, cries are good. Cries are just a great way. Um, because I could release a lot of that pressure and things that I had honestly been holding back for years and years in an industry as sort of the young female in the industry and felt some of that bullying and some of that pressure. So it was always a very courageous move to just show up and pretend that I was stronger and more courageous or smarter than I really was. So is that the feminine way? No, I don't see that as feminine at all. I felt that as a masculine way, I learned to push myself forward and that I thought and had been told the world was going to reward me for that. And when I busted paradigm on that one and went out and crumbled in the car, I realized there wasn't another mental concept or push forward that was going to fix this situation. So I sat there with my heart that was crumbling, my tears, my compassion that was exhausted for the people I was serving by that story that was not going to get aired. I had 300 phone calls to make. I, I just I asked my heart, I asked my spirit, I don't know what's next. But I choose whatever feeds my heart with healthy, loving people plugged into health in life. And I'm prosperous on all levels. I don't need the marketing plan to figure it out right now. I live my whole life like this. I want my next step from inspiration. I want that part of me inside that knows what to do. And the greater love that I'm connected to that births me, just show me. I don't know what is my first step. What do I do here to have more love and openness in my heart? And honestly, so you went to prayer. I went to that prayer, that feeling, that prayer. alignment, and then I stayed open for the inspiration to come forward because I knew the feeling. I wanted to have my next step inspired in this moment right now. I didn't care about tomorrow or next week. I needed to know what I did when I drove out of that parking lot. Okay. And I, and I, you, you I, did say something back here. I want to pull up for a minute. You said your ego had needs. To anybody relate? E- ego has your need to be what? I had well, I had learned this pushing, forceful way to go out there and hustle with the life that I wanted, and I set myself up with that game in college, doing that, pursuing the stories and pursuing you know the news and getting the information and just push, 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 go, 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 get it, get it, get it. You know, twenty-hour days, my dreams of who I was going to become, so I just wear that outfit. Now I'm already her, and I'll prove to everybody. And and it really was a lot of push and masculine make happen in the business model. And the ego and had a, a need to then fit the mold that it was holding identity. on to. Can, can you have um, that ego running when you are going forward to, as I say, make all things possible, and as you're, as you're saying, having a spur- inspiration 
is the new courage. Can you have that ego mind playing while you're moving forward Boy, in that I'm, way? I'm going to say no, not in the new paradigm from inspiration, because the ego is so attached to identity, it will hold on to the old models of who we've become and fight to keep them the same, because A, it either believes in them, it really believes in them, or B, it believes if it doesn't keep doing them, it won't get the goal that it set. So it's very hooked, like an old... Um, you know, flipping vinyl and listening to an old album, you know, the ego is the arm that goes into the groove. And it follows the groove because it thinks it's going to get to the next song and fulfill its dream of what that album or that chapter of life was going to be about. Good, That's a good reference. So I say no with ego. And in this moment, I surrendered my ego, my identity to any of those things, forms, external things I thought I needed to be to be safe or comfortable or happy. And I just asked, what's my inspiration to drive out of this parking lot? I don't know what to do or where to go. I'm too embarrassed to even tell anybody what I've done. They're all going to think I'm mad. You know, you should have stayed in there and proved yourself, and then you could have gone to another station and whatever. Yeah, but and I'd people d- that I'm finding that inspire me, people that I bring on the show, have had the um, courage to walk away and keep their ethics and walk away from what's not working. And most everyone has let go of everything to do that. They're no attachment mm-hmm. to, uh, to material things. They've given it up to say, yes. I'm going to go and live my purpose and trust that all my needs will be met when they need to be met, and I'll need to know what I need to know. Yes. And moving and forward this path, in that. this path is important. That's the path that I've created just, Let's oh, I can think that. of Tell me about 10, this 15 new path, times. The path that you're living on now, and how long have you been on this path? Well, the path of inspiration, I began wearing that outfit, you know, 30 years ago when I, 34 years, geez, a long time ago, when I had my first big instant of inspired courage that something wasn't in alignment and I needed a shift. And I had many moments of life where I demonstrated that, and I got the next step, just as in that first case, I drove out of the parking lot because I was inspired to not further figure it out, but to go get a cup of tea with the last $5 in my wallet. Oh, nice. And as I had a cup of tea and sat there with endless cups of tea, just letting my thoughts float away to the birds and getting quiet so I could feel my heart, I could feel the sadness. I didn't deny the feelings. I was connecting to the feelings I had suppressed for so long and kind of reflecting on those things almost as if I was giving myself a hug like, wow, honey, that's a lot. You've been pushing yourself since you were, you know, 12 years old and had a camera around your neck and got a lot of status in your community for all the good stuff you did. But after I got that cup of tea, I was leaving and I was being polite because I was picking up around me. I was one of those people. I was picking up everybody else's mess on my way out with my trash. And I picked up this newspaper with this want ads. And somebody had already circled this thing for me. There was a job at the local popular tennis club looking for a PR director and a customer service rep. And I was young enough at the time to think, well, I like tennis. <laughs> That'll be a good. I place like to tennis. Eat, huh? This sounds healthy. I write press releases and public relations at a tennis club. That sounds healthy and fun. And I made a phone call and I cried in the middle of it to the woman who actually became my boss, and uh, shared with the other five members of staff that I was coming immediately for an interview, and they were all waiting there with hugs and love and everything my heart had said. I choose this kind of experience to be seen and healthy in an environment and. I worked there for a year, and then I had a huge going-away party because my next dream and inspiration had been to um, move forward in my life with the airlines and working promotions and working with flight crews and being able to study some other things on the side. you've had some uh, really fun and amazing journeys, and 
as I'm, I'm taking a little bit of notes here, I want to kind of go over what we're talking about. The willingness to walk away and keep your ethics and your courage. It takes the courage to walk away from that. Then you ask. You're open to what you do need for next in your life because actually someone said, what do you need? Which I love that phrase. What do you need? Mm-hmm. That should be what we should be asking, asking ourselves. ourselves and ask yeah. our friends in front what of us that are hurting. Need? What do you really need? And then you let your thoughts go and you connect it to your feelings. And then you were open again to new possibilities and something new came into your path. Yes, because when we're going to let something go, first of all, don't try to cram something else in quick. We've really got to let that go. And most of us have no idea what that means or what we're supposed to do when somebody goes, I'll let it go. But for myself, when I've created a shift where it's time for new inspirations, there's something that's that I'm I'm, I'm not either not feeling really inspired and plugged into my life or there's something that I've been enjoying, but it's time now. I'm not fed by it as much. I feel something new calling me. I don't know what it is, but I want to honor my enlivenment and my spirit that wants to grow and evolve and have a new chapter and a deeper expression of something. So what I will do with those times is I may make a shift, but I, I'm learning to not fill it up with another marketing plan of what to do again because as I'm letting something go I'm reflecting on it I'm getting the lessons of what it represented and I'm learning and remembering what is it I don't want to recreate again or experience again because that so you're hurts. giving it time to heal I give you it need time. That time and space to breathe through it yes. uh, I think um, the 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 habit is to jump from one thing to another, whether, I mean, all these things we're talking about, we're talking about your job, but they go to a relationship as well. Uh, they go to everything. Yeah, they're a pattern to, to, to take to look at everything if it's not working to keep your ethics and who you really are. Who and it, are you in that situation? And we demonstrate courage all the time by making heartfelt decisions of why I just really don't want to leave this relationship. I believe in it. We may stay in it another 10 years from the point we stop being seen. Mm-hmm. validated, heard, or in a shared partnership when we start becoming that person that does 80% of the yeah. relationship, whether yeah, it's to be- work or the partners. And become but, a robot because you stop being who you divinely are. Yeah. You just do it because it's easier. Uh, when it comes time to leave a job or relationship, some people just say, well, I've got this much time invested in it. And I might as well yeah. just follow through and finish it. And we have to and be clear. What are we taking courage for? Are we taking courage to try to make something work and rearrange ourselves another way to edit ourselves to fit with that? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's ego's courage of i got to force and make this happen because i got to get my picture and my need met here or I'm terrified of what would happen without this. So I'd rather be uncomfortable than not have this because then I wouldn't know what to replace it with. It, well, um, there is there is uncomfort on both sides of that. There's the uncomfortable staying in a situation that doesn't work. Then there is the uncomfortableness of walking out of that situation and doing something new. But when you're doing something new, you jump out of bed, you're excited about it, you want to move forward, you're, you're, you're singing again, you're full of life. Yes. And, and it is uncomfortable to move into that something new, but it also gives you this inspirational, knowing that you can make yes. this happen. And as I say, all things possible. You can make this happen because now you've got a new reason for moving forward. Well, this is why I love inspiration by courage because regardless of what situation, and I really mean whatever situation, a job, a difficult relationship, a bully in front of us, um, something that's there, inspiration as the new courage, inspiration comes from inside from a heart's desire. 
something that's truly a desire for the core of our being. And we all have those different desires of inspirations. We all have common external courageous desires. You know, we want we chop wood, carry water, be sustained, be healthy, have money in the bank account and have our needs met and have our love received by another. That's one thing. But inspiration that really inspiration is really an inside job of something organic for us that helps connect us to being in awe with the beauty of life, of having a wonderment about something. And most of us had some experience of this as a child or on and off through our lives. But we became so birthed and indoctrinated in this pushing, masculine-based business, figure yourself out and plow forward to get your little piece of reality world, that we became kind of programmed to keep pushing. And we often learned that if our head got excited about something, we would get inspired, like what this a job could offer. And I had that recently. I had, okay. I had an offering for a job that was three times the income that I have made in recent years. And it was to actually go back to another to a job that I've already been and left three years ago because I was exhausted and unhealthy. So did you remember tired. those reasons why you left? I did. And then I was inspired in my head by the amount of money, thinking if I just go back for nine months to that job, you know what? I can be in better balance. I can do more. I know it's 300-mile territory sometimes in a day, but I, I'll use that time to sing in the car and pray. And, Boy, I tried it editing myself every way through yeah. the inspiration of yeah. my head so that I could take that job so that I felt my wallet could relax, uh-huh. get some debts cleared, and then I could go out into the world and do what I wanted again. And then it's, I just said, no, wait a minute. Yeah. Listen to that rationale. Let me do this so I can go out in the world and do what I want again. That's the head's way of self-talk that courageously goes, oh, I'll just go do that job for nine months, and then I'll tell myself that I'm going to go do what I want in nine months. And That's then right. nine I'll, months I'll later, suffer for I'm nine sick months. and burned out again, and then yeah. I have more debts from being and sick then it and takes burned you out. And it takes another nine months to recover from your burnout Yes, before you can move forward. And like you said, more debts. But inspiration. There, there's some interesting things that I'm, I'm thinking here uh, about the words courage. Courage has been equivalent with fighting, going out, getting a weapon and going out and pushing and pushing mm-hmm. um that's like the word power when people start saying power people are like don't be powerful it means pushing it means taking over and controlling someone else i want to talk about these things for a moment too because words mean different things and abundance has meant money so in my world and in some of your world in the spiritual world in the spiritual world that i was introduced to courage meant having the courage to do what was right for you and other mm-hmm. people. It didn't mean anything about taking up arms and fighting. Yes. That masculine approach to push and make happen. And yeah. mm-hmm. courage yes. from the feminine is very different. It, it is the inspirational energies. It is a loving, kind, compassionate energy that says this is honestly the right thing to do to make more beauty and more peace and more art in the world. Whatever the art is, your music, your tones, your artwork, your desire to show up as a beautiful friend for your friends, your ability to see nature and be in awe and enchanted with the world. These are things that these desires inside of us know how we want to, what we want to experience and what we want to reflect. So inspiration for me is about putting myself in those environments and feeding myself a diet of those very things that help me feel my interconnectedness 
to the very beautiful things that I love about life and I love about myself that I can be in a co-relationship. So that inspiration by courage or inspiration is the new courage is a way that I feed my heart and reflect and say, now what, honey? This isn't working anymore. It's been wonderful. Or we've done everything to make this work through compassion and kindness and love. But who the courage is here right now is there needs to be a shift. Inspiration, what do we do? And from that, there's a gentler way to um, experience myself and feel myself that I'm still okay. There's nothing I need out there to fix it. And you personally went through this. You personally have gone through. Oh, so many times. um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. the ability to say, you know, um, from a loving place of um, courage to just be open and say this isn't working. It's not that I don't love you as a human being, but this situation, whether it be work, whether it be your marriage or, or, or a relationship on any level, even a friendship, anything that's going on, just to say yeah. this isn't for the highest good of both of us. And to myself, and we, to yeah. myself as well, and because myself, there's times yes. it's time for a shift. I'm feeling stagnant. Maybe I'm comfortable, but I'm stagnant and something's not expressing. I'm not feeling as much enchantment or connected to the beauty of life. I'm feeling a little stuck in the complicated things that I'm wishing were different. So when your when your um, inspiration in the new courage does it come with comfort? Not always, but that's my next step. Is what is it for me from the inspiration? Because I'm not feeling comfort right now. I need to feed that for myself. That's comfort. So I don't go get something external to fix it or make it better. So how do you feed yourself comfort? Well, what I do is I look inside at what's uncomfortable, and I acknowledge it. And I bless it or I validate it for its courage to be that part of me that is willing to learn that lesson and feel that. And anytime I can connect to the feeling of what's happening and follow that feeling, it will take me to the solution. It will take me back to the interconnectedness of where I disconnected inside. So if I'm really looking for that inspiration by courage, I am getting right with myself on the inside and in my heart first. And from there, I will be guided for my next action step. Let's go out and sit along the river. Let's get the toes in the water and listen to the birds because I am emptying a lot of myself right now that's tired. And the identity that is exhausting, I can't wear that outfit anymore. It's too tight. you know. Or I don't even like that. That's That was fun, but there's something new I want to be. My wings want to flap in a new direction to a new tree. I'm kind of bored over there and doing it because it's comfortable. And when I look at myself, I'm scared to make a change. Okay. Uh-oh. You know, and so I really look and reflect on myself and surround myself and feed myself those things that help me remember my own beauty and help me remember my beauty connected onto this planet. And I don't mean an external beauty. I mean, that's a natural given of radiance when we're in harmony with what's on the so, inside. So what, what is this, this internal beauty look like? It's interconnection. It's really... To me, a divine connection. And for someone that says, well, I'm not really into all that spiritual stuff, it's okay because it's really just words. We're taking different ways to talk about the same thing. But there's a field at which we're all born into that is a creative source energy that is born. It births us right through the portals of our health, our heart. It's the first cell that we have that divides into the eight cells. It sets up the flower of life that grows us. We are blossomed from infinite creation. Mm-hmm. And we continue to blossom. So when we can connect 
inside in those ways that we can be quiet with ourselves. We may be doing an art project to get quiet. We might be just really sitting into the quiet. We have to nurture that part of ourself that really is on the inside. And, and, and tell me for what, what you define, define as art when you were talking about art for a moment. I think life is art. art? But okay. the way that I get That's to express art. My, yeah, it's an expression of my inspiration. I might be meditating and that's art because I'm feeling a greater connection, interconnectedness with all that's life. I might be drawing, artwork, doodling, singing. That's one that just comes out of me all the time. It's just I'm kind of like a little bird. There's always tones and sounds or humming coming out. Um, there may be an enchantment where I'm just playing with the flowers um, that have blossomed and I'm seeing, feeling myself in connection with that garden. I'm sitting in the garden as that garden, not just I, Jamie, am sitting in a garden looking at external flowers. I am breathing with all the life around me. So, so art is a way that I feel a connection to art, greater art life. Art is um, uh, the wondering, awe-inspiring life of creation. The feeling, the connection, connection to the awe. To, to yourself, to what, to your higher source, to all to of other it. people. I can't have one without the other for myself because when I access my life as art and I want to bring art forward where maybe I feel like I'm sitting in the mud a little bit from some busyness mm -hmm. or got spun out by too many external things. I can do that with too much computer or get sucked down the YouTube portal or something. I can get oh, yeah, kind so of in my head or get a little bit numb I, and I'm I not I think feeling. some of us can relate to that sitting in front of the computer and finding hours have gone by and I have an experience of sitting there in the morning and seeing that I look out and it's dark because I w had forgotten so much yeah. of time and the connection. And inner the inner feeling, um, if it was inspiring me, that would be one thing. If that inspires you and you're sitting and you're working in that place of inspiration, but when I got done, I felt so drained mm -hmm. that I had lost a whole portal of time. Now, it was necessary to do some of these things, Mm -hmm. But I also believe that when you can connect, and I want you to understand that when you can connect with the ability to walk away from something that's not finished, you're hearing me? Walk away from something that's not finished and come back to it later. Yeah. Um, the push to get it done, the push to be perfect, the push to, um, to finish is um, something that I find is driving the world right now and um, we're never going to finish no and we, especially when we're really trying to push you see I found for myself that inspiration knows what to do and it does it in a very short amount of time it takes the next step and it focuses I need to be breathing and running at peace and comfort in my body I can't be all just jacked up and nervous because that that you know way caffeinated or so something. how do you get that way how do you get oh. to that breathing of peace so that you're not jacked up inside well I've worked with that for a long time but when I forget my way back to that is to remember it's really about the breath mm -hmm. and it's about feeling relaxed in my body so for myself honestly I've released caffeine and I've been taking care of my adrenals and things because I pushed so hard for so many decades that I really unbalanced my health. And most of us, by the time we're 30 years old, have crashed adrenals from too much caffeine and sugar and a modern American push diet. So diet and health and feeding myself aliveness from food, nutrition, and things what helped my body settle down and practicing more and more time each day, not just practicing, but committing to being into the quiet 
and being away from the distractions, whatever that could mean. So, so I, you're talking about eating healthy, moving away from distractions, and that these things will help bring the inspirational. We all courage. we all have ways that we connect to that which really inspires us. And it's it's something that's quiet that removes us from a distraction. It's 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 not watching a TV in a sports game or going and turning on HGTV. Those can be interesting and entertaining, but it's not connecting us from the inside. It's causing more dependency where we have to go outside to watch that thing and then we get a little satisfaction and comfort. But there's a big difference from feeling that grace that we can feel in our body for uh, taking that time out in nature or sitting quiet in our house at our favorite window with our favorite view or going into the kitchen and being fully present with something magnificent we're going to dream up and bake or cook. It's it's about being present, feeling a presence of something and greater so in life. And taking those stimulants away because I, I – um was just aware recently, I mean, if I go into a restaurant, there is so much noise, and I know you might be able to relate to that as well, the noise, the, t um, I'm a little ADD, so I'm trying to have a conversation with the person, and there's four different televisions it's playing something else. It's bombarding, loud, yeah. and people's voices yeah. echoing. It's part of the distraction, the it's part yeah. of the distraction of what I, you know, many people call the matrix, because distracted people are easy to control. We have got to take control of our own lives and our own heart, and that will be living as inspiration is the new courage, because even though we don't know what to do, we've been so busy doing to maintain the old thing we were doing and all that stuff we had to support and maintain. The point is not to get it figured out with a marketing plan or a 10 steps for our exit strategies. It's to come up with that first step for ourselves, for inspiration to feed ourselves that. It will lead us to the next. This is a very divine feminine way. Yeah, will you talk about that a little bit more here? So the divine feminine way to lead us to the next is to do what? Oh, take a deep breath and get in our bodies. Breathe deep into our bellies because we cannot be in our bellies and our head at the same time. We are can be so disconnected from our body that we actually really need to be in our body to feel safe or we'll keep doing external things to create false safety. And many of us live kind of outside of our body, distracted and pulled a thousand directions. So. It's really about breathing deep. Um, however you can do that, some people use music. Will you show us one of those ways to breathe deep into the belly? Take us on a little journey here for, we have three minutes, so. Oh, is this the end of the show? Yes. Are we ending here? Not yet. Okay. We're, we've got three minutes, but I want well, you to. Let's, let's do all, this for a minute. Um, I would like to make sure that we talk about where people can find you. That's the little busy part for a oh, moment. Let's do you that. You can find me for right now. There's a lot of websites I'm working at, but for the sake of the show and simplicity, you can always email me, and I will be in touch with you at, it's revjamie at gmail.com. So that's R-E-V-J-A-M-I at gmail.com. Okay. Now, Jamie, show us how to do this quietness that you're talking about. Give us a visual because the brain wants to see the visual. So go ahead. All right. And I see and can imagine so many people listening to this that everyone will have their own way, and you're probably doing it already, whether you just get up and walk outside on a quiet walk and you breathe with nature whether you go look at the sun and you sip your coffee or tea and you're present and you're breathing. Uh, sometimes music will help us, especially unpatterned sort of angelic um, music. 
But really, it's important that we learn to breathe properly. Most of us are so busy in our heads, we're breathing from about the Adam's apple up, staying in that jacked up, got to get her done, questing space. But when we breathe deep to the belly and can breathe even through the root of our being and up through our toes, especially grounded on the earth, there's something different that happens. And the mind will quiet as it discharges all kinds of things not appropriate. Some people will dance and jump around to move stuck energy. But for right now, we're just going to take a minute and breathe together. Do this with your friends. This will help align you. Take a big, big deep breath from your nose. It's very slow, about a five-second breath up, and just wiggle your toes as you breathe. Hold for a couple of seconds. Keep wiggling your toes. And exhale slowly through your mouth. About five seconds. Relax your toes and just take a big deep breath as if you're breathing up your legs. And breathing the kind of breath where your belly is pushed out like, like a balloon. Hold that now for three seconds. And exhale through the mouth for five seconds. Playing with your breath will occupy your busy mind. And running your little toesies to feel your shoes or the ground under you will bring you to your toes and back to your body's attention. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being here in the garden. Remember to go to robjamie.com to find out more. I mean, Jamie, you can email her there. Thank you so much. Enjoy me next week in the garden where we will make all things possible. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Christy Ellen hopes that you will join her on another journey next Tuesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Empowerment Channel.